good day for singing the song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything go wrong a good day from morning to night well good morning grand valley it is a good day to be alive then again at my age any day is a good day to be alive welcome to the Watchdog Morning Show. It is a Thursday edition of the Big Gig. Mr. Slider, once again, as I thought last week, it is hard for me to comprehend today is Thursday already. It is. I mean, we, we're, we're into Thursday, and that means tomorrow is Friday, uh, another week that just zipped, it just, zipped by. It just doesn't seem like we're, it doesn't seem like this is Thursday. I but. wasn't picturing you zipping this morning, uh, Magoo. Uh, no problems coming down through the barrels? It wasn't raining as hard as it, it was when I came down past the barrels there this morning? There are two issues you've just brought up, all right? Okay. Uh, one, no, the rain, uh, you said when you came in, it was raining pretty raining hard. Raining very hard, yes. Uh, by the time I came in, it was a really light drizzle. The rain was not an issue. R- ground's wet, so if you're out there, be, be aware that the grounds are wet. And we are going to have rain continuing on and off throughout the morning. It'll stop sometime mid-morning and be a sunnier day today. Uh, but the barrels have all been rearranged, as you know, on Main Street here in downtown Wheeling. And I, I'm not sure where to go. I wasn't sure if they had us blocked off of getting into, because it's kind of tricky there. They have a lane, but it's barreled, barreled off, and I didn't know if we'd be able to, to turn into our parking lot this morning. If, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, well, we're not making any sense to you. Sorry. But uh, basically what it is is the Main Street work has now moved over to the other side of the street. So the barrels, the, the lane of traffic, the driving lane, is a bit different now. I didn't have a problem finding the turn-in to get into our parking lot. But yesterday when I left, I didn't know where I was supposed to go. Well, The first lane is open. Yeah. Good thing I, you didn't take that one because you'd have been boxed in, Howard. But by the time I got down to the corner, there was there were barrels blocking us off. So you, it, when you leave our parking lot, you got to cross the lane, get into the other lane of traffic. What do you think is going to happen when they jump all the way over, kind of like uh, our neighbor Windsor Manor was kind of hard to get in their door? Are we going to be able to continue to get in our parking lot, Howard? You know, it is funny you say that, my good friend. I was literally this morning. What, running that through my head, and I was thinking to myself, uh, this building and this radio station, and uh, we are there are some prominent people, and I don't refer to you or me, that are involved in this, and I'm a guessing, I'm a guessing that they're going to make sure there's access at all times. I think you're right, Howard. Now, do, do you remember a couple of years ago we we went in and out the same way for like a couple of weeks? Yeah, we can live with that. We can live with that. So. Again, this is all stuff that none of you care about. What the, you know? What we care because we don't want to park on the street because there is no parking on the street. <laughs> the other thing I thought, the other thing I thought that seriously was, if if it if they ever did say, well, we have to shut off your parking lot, unless I have a spot right out front. It's back to my home studio. And that's my next question. Your home studios, is there enough room in there for me also, <laughs> Howard? <laughs> uh, we'll have to work on that. Somebody asked me. One of my guests the other day said. Do you want me to? I think it was Santa Claus actually, who said, "All right, well, do you? Do you what do you want me to do when I come to the studio, or do, I, do you want me to join you in your home studio?" No, <laughs> when I am home, and I will go back home again. My my thought is when the weather finally turns really bad, the snow is stuff. I'll probably broadcast from home again. When I'm at the home studio, no, I don't want anybody there. Several reasons. It's not really that big. Secondly, I'm in my jammies <laughs> in the morning, so. 
At any rate, 61 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 61 at the Highlands, 59 at my home studios at Elm Grove, where I'm not, and uh, 62 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Rain this morning. It's going to be a cloudy for the morning and then mostly sunny later in the day. Temperatures will drop, actually. We're at 62 now. We're going to go probably down into the 50s as the day goes on. Partly sunny tomorrow, high around 50 for you tomorrow. Full forecast, Adam Fight coming up a little bit later on. Here's what we have to work on today on the Watchdog Morning Show. Ohio voters convincingly okayed recreational marijuana and access to abortion at the polls on Tuesday. David DeWitt from the Ohio Capital Journal is coming in later on with a warning. Republican lawmakers in Columbus, Bob, are already vote on Tuesday. Wednesday, they're preparing plans to overturn both of those. And uh, Howard, you know, I, I, I know a little bit of history. Isn't that kind of how they did it in, uh, well, Nazi Germany? Well, there you go. You know, the people have spoken. Now let's unspeak for them. Uh, we're going to get into the details of that, and, and it's, it's, it's an important warning that David will have for us. Anti-Semitism seems to be a fact of life for a lot of people. After the Hamas attacks in Israel, it may be on the rise. Rabbi Joshua Lee from Wheeling Temple Shalom is in to talk about that with us. On the lighter side, you're going you're gonna to love this, Bob. I'm having fun with this. Like Every once in a while, I do a segment. Yesterday was the Santa Claus show. That it's one of those things, if you don't, if you, the audience, don't care, I don't care if you like it or not. I try to have a little bit of fun from time to time. Santa Claus was great fun yesterday. And today we're going to trip down memory lane, my friend. Uh, Randy Chamberlain, uh, Wheeling, uh, not Wheeling, Moundsville councilman, former Moundsville businessman, former radio disc jockey a long time ago, has written a book called Around the Mound. And it's a collection of columns he wrote for the Moundsville Echo. Memories from Around the Mound. And we're going to talk about things like old radio days, like when every neighborhood had its own grocery store. We're going to talk about a very important uh, thing that happened in 1960 and more. Randy coming in a bit later on this morning. And, and Governor Justice yesterday at his press conference said, quote, Jim's house will be fine. Out of nowhere, he brought up the concerns about his business dealings and the fact that he has huge debt and no way to pay it. But his comment, which I just loved, Jim's house will be fine, which raises for me the question, are they coming to get his house? And nobody followed up with that thought, Howard? It was the very last thing he said. It was kind of like, on, if I, as I understand the report from Brad McElhinney, it, it was like on the way out the door. It was like, oh, now, by the way, you guys have been asking all about it. I just want you to know Jim's house will be fine. And off he went. Again, with all his problems, the first thought without kicking him in the shin would be, that's a sheriff's sale. <laughs> Somebody's got to lean on his house. <laughs> I, I don't understand exactly what it means, and I didn't have time to get Brad in here this morning to maybe talk more about it because we do have a lot of other stuff to do. Uh, but I will share with you some of the details of what Brad reported to WVMetroNews.com. 716, 16 after the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Should remind you the Frio Stack auction service lines are open. The uh, hotline for phone calls, 304-232-8255. And the Frio Stack auction service text line, 304-214-1600. I, um, I lost out again, Bob. How's that, Howard? I was hoping maybe this year would be my year. I was hoping maybe I could get some votes. Maybe I could be the sexiest man of the year. <laughs> and they went for an old guy. Have you seen this? 
Yeah, Patrick Dempsey, Patrick, I believe, is his name. From Grey's Anatomy. 60s, is, got, right? Is, yeah, 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 he's well, in, well into his 50s. Is, is, is Grey's Anatomy even still on the air? I, I never watched and that that's show. that's a show I, I, I watched it when it first came on the air in the 80s. I believe his nickname was uh, Dr. McDreamy. He was McDreamy yeah. in the 80s. Well, he's aged well, Howard. Now, uh, Dr. McDreamy is uh, People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year. Quoting Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy, I'm glad it's happening at this point in my life. Well, I'm, yeah, he's 57 years old. I mean, a lot younger than I am and a little bit younger than you are, but still. Way to go, Patrick. Yeah, well, way to go. But I, got no, I got no action. Well, maybe you could be like the sexiest granddaddy or something well, like hey, that. That's not a bad idea. Uh, featured in the issue are other people whose names I do not know. Pedro Pascal. You know him? Nope. He's one of the sexy people. Timothy, there's a little umlaut over the E. So What's an umlaut, Howard? That little funny, ah. you know, like an apostrophe that looks there. Timothy Chalamet. Hmm. Any, anything? Don't know him. Usher. I do know Usher. I know who Usher is. Jamie Foxx, Lenny Kravitz, Jason Kelsey. Huh. They're all the sexiest men of the year. Yeah, they are. But I'm not. They didn't put me in there at all. We've had two two-time winners of Sexy Man of the Year. Know who they were? The first vision I see is Mark Harmon. Um, no. You're no, wrong. Wrong. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Johnny Depp, and Richard Gere all are two-time winners. Uh, 57, Patrick Dempsey. He's not the oldest, however. The oldest was Bond, James Bond. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. He received the Sexiest Man of the Year Award when he was 59 years old. Youngest Sexiest, sexiest Man of the Year, Tom Cruise. Received it when he was 27 years old. Um, do, 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 do. They, at 1993, they had the sexiest couple of the year, Cindy Crawford and Richard Gere. Uh, sexiest woman was only picked one time, Kate Upton, in 2014. So there you go. But I did not make it this year. Maybe next year, Howard. Coming up, I want to tell you about a, uh, you know, we always talk about teachers don't get paid enough. Tell you about a teacher who's making a million. I mean, literally making a million, but it ain't by teaching. Story's coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I have the uh, Facebook Live video up. I'm going to turn it off now. We're not doing live video stream all the time. I just thought to kind of, if you're on your Facebook page, it might remind you that we are on the radio right now. AM 1600, AM 1370, FM 977, FM 98.1, streaming at watchdognetwork.com. Our video feeds will be up and running in the very near future. All the cameras are in. Everything's ready to go, but we're not ready to set up for it yet. But I thought each morning I'd give you a little, just a little reminder that uh, here we are. Here we are. So it's 7.20 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Thursday edition of the program, we'll be talking about Mountain Stage in the 4 o'clock hour. Then at 5 o'clock, Amy Smith on the financial markets and Kevin Kinder has your Mountaineer fix at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? 
we can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Stock up on pet supplies for Menards and save 11% on everything. Come check our great selection of pet food and wildlife supplies. Chicken Soup for the Soul is a dog food made with real beef and quality ingredients. It provides well-balanced nutrition for supporting happy, healthy pets. Right now, get a 13-ounce can for just $2.49 after 11% off. Good through November 12th, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Creo and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Creo and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Creo and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Where's that gal with red dress on? Some folk call her Dinah. Stole my heart away from me down in Louisiana. Take me back to Tulsa. I'm too young to marry. It's a country music uh, Thursday uh, for our bumper music here this morning. Who's that? Who that? That's Asleep at the Wheel. That's who brings us in on uh, Thursday, their rendition of It's a Great Day. Oh, okay. All right, so cool. I thought since it's country day, Howard, you know, in our 7 o'clock, we'll do Asleep at the Wheel. Right. 8 o'clock, we'll do our new uh, Hank Snow. Hank Snow, our intro, yeah. And uh, we'll pay tribute to our old friend Roger Miller. We'll Roger, go out with maybe King of the Road. You know who Roger Road. Miller is? Roger Miller. Which one? Which one? He's king of the road. Yes, Dang <laughs> me. Indeed. 723 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I do not know what this text means. Text line is open. Frio Stack auction service text line. 304-214-1600. Mr. Monroe, you told Santa Claus no? You're on the naughty list. What did I tell Santa Claus no for? Did I tell Santa Claus no? I didn't catch that. I thought you were on your best behavior, even though it was kind of a phony Howard Monroe, you know, sucking off to Santa Claus a little bit. But no, I thought you were pretty nice to Santa. I don't know what I told Santa Claus. You didn't tell him to get out, did you? I don't. I don't. No, I didn't say get out. For the Lord's sake, I wouldn't say get out to Santa Claus. First place, if I didn't care about myself, I care about Teddy. Yeah, don't mess that up. I don't want to mess that up. So, all right. You know, we hear a lot of talk about teacher pay. And uh, t- and there's no argument from me whatsoever. Teachers do not get paid enough. When you think about the good teachers you had, well, maybe I speak for myself, Bob. I don't, I don't know. But when I think about the, the really good teachers I had and how they motivated me and they taught me and they, and they pushed me along and made me what I am today, and yes, some of you will say if I could find those teachers, I would have killed them. 
Um, teachers don't get paid enough, period. And many teachers have to get out into a new field. Story comes to me from uh, St. Clair, Missouri, where former high school teacher Brian Coppage has found a new job. She has left her teaching career, and she is now making, are you ready for this, Bob? One million dollars a year. Smart girl doing that with her brain, Howard? Uh, no, no, it really isn't her brain. She isn't doing a lot of teaching. Well, I mean, I guess maybe she's doing a teaching in a certain way. She has an OnlyFans account. Ah, I heard of those guys. Yes, I have heard of that. I've in all seriousness, I have never seen OnlyFans, but I guess there are a lot of fleshy appearances on there. When you're done with your story, I'll tell you a famous actress who went that route. Uh, the woman's name is Brianna Coppage. She had been a teacher for five years uh, teaching English when, uh-oh, one of her students found her OnlyFans page. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And as a result, the uh, school administration in St. Clair, Missouri, said, yeah, this isn't going to work. It isn't going to work. So she uh, was let go from her $42,000 a year job. $42,000 a year. That ain't chicken feed, right? She now says she has tens of thousands of subscribers on OnlyFans and is making close to a million dollars a year. I don't blame her a bit. Go she, for it. She says she misses her students. And I'll bet they hey, no. Oh, no. She, she misses her students. She grieves her career as a teacher, but she says she doesn't have any regrets. And I suspect she has no regrets when she looks at her bank account. Yeah, when she goes at the bank, she she gets over that really quick. Now, Howard, this might surprise you. You've been an only you're an OnlyFans. Person. I can't afford that now. I'd like to because do you know who's doing even better than her and, and isn't apologizing for it either? Um, Willie Nelson. I don't know. Do you remember Adriana from The Sopranos? Yes. That's what she does now. She said the roles dried up. Wait a minute, what? I swear to you. Uh, she said the roles dried up. She said COVID was really tough on her. She has a family. She got herself in some financial problems. And that was her savior. I don't know what she does for those members only, but she's making a ton of money. And I'm saying, they're, I think they're at least seeing her buck naked. Really? Yes, check it out, Howard. First place. Are you a member? I am not. No, I, again, I have, and I sometimes I joke a little bit, you know, about certain things I've never seen. I, I've never seen OnlyFans. I don't, I don't even know what the site looks like. I know what it is, don't get me wrong, but I've never, I've never been to the site, never don't know what it looks like. Now, first place, what was her name? I can't remember her, the actress. She had a, like name. a Dre D'Amato. Dre something, yeah, something Dre like. Mateo, something like that. Very fine. I mean, she, she she really played the role of Adriana. I think she won well. an Emmy one year. But I don't think she was all that attractive. Okay. Then again. So you're not going to dig your credit card out later and, 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 and want to see what's going on there, Howard? I don't, can I get a journalist uh, a comp just, to, yes, just yes. for research purposes only and see? I don't know. And the other one That's I, sad, though. I mean, that, well, that's sad. it's kind of like whoring yourself out. I mean, I don't want to point the finger, but uh, you know what? Realistically, she says, I'm going to keep this bod for, I don't know, not not all my life. I got to get it while the iron. Didn't Ben Franklin say strike when the iron's hot, yeah, Howard? Well, it was Ben Franklin, but. <laughs> one of those guys. Any any quote can always be attributed to Ben Franklin. You got a good shot at it being right. The other yeah, famous one. The, is on. the other famous one is uh, Charlie Sheen's daughter that he had with uh, Denise Richards. I think she's really attractive. I think her name is Sammy, 
And that's how she makes her living. Now, again, I don't know what, what they do when the cameras are on them, but. Uh, wow. Let me just suggest that it seems like you know a good bit about OnlyFans. I watch YouTube, Howard. It tells me everything oh, I need to know. <laughs> All right. Very interesting. Well, see, I can understand a teacher making $42,000 a year saying, look, well, first place you get fired because. I can understand that. I can make a million or. A, but I'm, I am surprised that a fairly well-known actress who had a, I mean, of course, I don't know. Maybe she got typecast with, the, you know, and then couldn't get roles after that, Adriana. I don't know. I'm not surprised that Howard Monroe, Howard Monroe might not go for the credit card for Adriana, but Car, but put Carmella out there or Dr. Melfi. Yeah, I think Howard's going to become a member pretty quick. I watch Rizzoli and Isles on uh, Lifetime. Them too. Afternoon. Yeah, right. there you because go. Lorraine Bracco is uh, is on that show, and yeah, baby, Doctor Melfi. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. A reminder: It's Chili Talk Thursday at Uncle Pete's. Just a reminder from one of our listeners. Um, had four of them last week. Um, actually, I have lunch plans with my uh, middle son again. Justin and I are going out to lunch today, so I. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do pizza. Maybe it'll be chili dog day. I don't know. Bob, uh, real quick, and then we're going to follow up on this in a couple of hours in de- depth and in detail. The Ohio Department of Commerce issued a news release yesterday: buying marijuana in Ohio without a medical can- cannabis card is still illegal. The department published a frequently asked questions website saying that don't jump the gun on this vote on Tuesday to legalize recreational marijuana. First place, it does not take effect for 30 days. Second place, they're going to have to work out all the kinks and the details, who's going to sell it, how they're going to do it, what's the taxation rate going to be, all of that stuff. And thirdly, which we will talk about in depth coming up at 9.30 this morning with David DeWitt from the Ohio Capital Journal, the Republican leadership in the legislature in Ohio has already begun less than 24 hours after we, the people, spoke and spoke pretty convincingly in favor of access to abortion and in favor of legalizing marijuana for recreational purposes. Less than 24 hours, Republican leadership has begun to work on ways to take those votes away from us. We'll talk more about that coming up in uh, the final hour of the show this morning. You might want to stick around for that and maybe what can be done, if anything, to to stop that. But uh, hold on, not so fast on marijuana buying. The uh, Department of Commerce says, yeah, you think this is a great deal, but a lot can happen before it actually gets into effect. And even if it's not stopped, working out the details, may t- it will become effective um, in 30 days. But that doesn't mean that in 30 days, even if nobody stops it, and I will predict you'll see some kind of a injunction, some kind of a legal action, something to stop it. Even if there is not that, just the whole procedure is going to take a while to get in place. So don't jump the gun. Don't go on out and just start thinking you can puff in a couple of weeks legally. The number I was looking for, and I couldn't find it yesterday. I will continue to search for it. I would like to know what the um, dollar figure of illegal marijuana sales is in Ohio. I wonder how much illegal pot is sold. Well, they'd have to guess it, Dad. Well, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I suppose so. Well, how else would they know? 
Maybe they report it. Survey says. Maybe they report it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would be uh, just crazy. Again, they're not the fourth state to do this. They're the 24th state. But I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll talk more about this at 930 with David DeWitt from the Ohio Capital Journal. Uh, Slider's got sports coming up in the next half hour of the show. Adam Fike has got the forecast heading into the weekend and into the beginning of next week. We'll see what things are looking like. And right now at 733, 27 till the hour, Taylor Long is here with the Ohio Valley Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 9th. Will Carmen, a convicted murderer from Wheeling, has been handed a life sentence without mercy for the murder of Anor Skoshtag. In addition, Carmen has been ordered to serve a prison term ranging from a minimum of 78 years to a maximum of 100. Carmen was found guilty of first-degree murder, burglary, robbery, and gross child neglect on August 3rd. When delivering the sentence yesterday, Judge David Sims said Carmen, quote, showed no remorse and therefore deserves no mercy. Scotch Tag's mother addressed the court and said Honora was a wonderful mother, a physician, and a peace lover. And concerned citizens voiced their distress over the high euthanasia rates at the Belmont County Animal Shelter at a recent town hall meeting. Questions were raised about the banning of volunteers and rejection of potential adopters amidst claims of overcrowding. Despite the nationwide issue of shelter overcrowding, J.B. Dutton stated that Belmont County's rate is below the Ohio average of 7%. Former volunteers cited a pattern of intimidation by dog warden Lisa Duvall, leading to a significant staff overturn. Commissioners clarified that a disagreement between volunteers is why they were let go. They also stated that they would look into the concerns brought up last night and get back to the public. And we're still looking for remarkable women who make a positive difference in our community. If you have someone in your life, we encourage you to nominate her for our Remarkable Woman Contest. Just visit WTRF.com and click on the Contest tab. There you will see the Remarkable Woman section where you can nominate a woman of your choice. But remember, you cannot nominate yourself. And the official start of Christmas is tonight at Ogilby with the switch on of the Festival of Lights. I will be there, so will Brenda Danehart and, of course, the West Banco President and CEO Jeff Jackson, along with Santa Claus. We will have all the coverage tonight at 5 and 6. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. If you're looking for an affordable hotel with comfortable accommodations and a friendly staff, make sure to book your stay at Sleep In and Suites in Moundsville. It's a non-smoking hotel with an experience that is comfortable and soothing. With no shortage of comfy, floppy pillows on a cozy bed, you're sure to have a great night's sleep. They also offer complimentary breakfast, free Wi-Fi. They have tons of amenities and they're located in the heart of Moundsville. Book a room now at sleepinmoundsville.com. Hoppy Kirchival from Talkline on Metro News. We're here weekdays, 10.06 till noon, talking with the biggest names in politics in West Virginia, like Senator Joe Manchin. We are always and will always be proud of our alma mater, and we're going to do everything I am in my power and, and, and to support my alma mater and their mission to educate the next generation of leaders. But I have no interest in serving as university president. Keep up on what's happening in West Virginia. Talk line weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News radio station. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Headed for the station with the back on my back. I'm tired of transportation in the back of a hack. I love to hit the rhythm of the clickety clack. Hear the lonesome whistles in the smoke of the snack.
stash. Pal around with Democratic fellas named Max. So take me right back to the track. Jack. You know what? These are at least uh, these are livelier country songs than we've that's been what used asleep to. at the wheel does, Howard. They get you out there and they crank they're, you up. They're not asleep at the wheel. They I'm are not, not. I'm not asleep at the wheel when I hear this stuff. I feel like I should be doing some kind of dancing. But uh, nice, lively country music. Yeah, I'm, no offense, but usually our Thursday country music. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Crying in your beer. Country music. I miss her. My truck is dead and my girl is gone and the beer is turning flat. Here I sit. I don't even know where I'm at. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, we oftentimes get. I like this. I like this. Well, great, Howard. In, uh, in fact, Asleep of the Wheel, the next one taking us out, they, they mentioned Wheeling, West Virginia. Really? They're going to boogie back to Texas, Howard. It is amazing to me how many cultural references to Wheeling there are in many different places. Because they were all here. They remember. You know, the, musically, you hear it on TV all the time. There are a couple of places that mention NCIS talks about Wheeling a lot. But many shows, just it just drops in out of nowhere. It's like, whoa, did he just say Wheeling? Remember, Bell Tillis had a, had a song we played <laughs> at a couple months ago, uh, Leaving Wheeling, West yeah. Virginia, yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to the girl, the guy from Wheeling, West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. 737-23 till the hour. Uh, ask and it shall be answered, the Ohio Valley's top-notch journalist. When you need to know something in the Ohio Valley, you know who finds these things out? I know who you're talking about. She's listening this morning. Good morning, DK. She's listening every morning. DK Wright from WTRF TV 7. So I asked the question. I'd be curious, I said, and I have to do a little research, I said, finding out how much money is spent on marijuana illegally in the state of Ohio now, since we're about to have legal recreational marijuana. Lo and behold, D.K. Wright has the answer for me. Bill Schmidt from Bel Air tells her, she says, $2 billion a year. Black market marijuana bringing into Ohio. $2 billion a year. Yeah, and those Republicans are a bunch of stick in the muds, Howard. But once they see that B beside the two, they're going to say, well, you know, it, it ain't that bad. All it does is cause trouble. They're going to be smoking and they're going to be causing trouble and they'll be protesting and they'll be, what? What? I'm, what? Huh? what? How much? How much money? Oh, how much we can use? We can put that in our. My goodness. We can steal state money to do that much, you know, because they do that. $2 billion a year. DK, thank you for your information. I appreciate it. Um, one more th- quick thing I wanted to mention to you. I got this in the mail yesterday because uh, I own a little business. And um, every year I mention this. Every year Mac Warner mentions it. Sometimes I bring him on to talk about it. I'm not going to do it, but I want to mention this to you. Your annual report, if you're a business in West Virginia, if you're uh, like an LLC as I am, the cost of filing your annual report is $25, period, end of sentence. You can do it by going online, checking a couple of quick boxes, paying your online, $25 by credit card, and it's over and it's done with. You have to file your annual report every year. I file mine early every year. Because I don't want anybody getting in in trouble. And yet every year there's a whole industry out there, Bob. Yesterday I got it. I got this huge packet of information that looks really familiar. I mean, I mean, it looks really important. And my wife says, oh, this looks like important. It's to the company, to Monroe Communications, LLC, uh, managing member Howard Monroe. Oh, my God, take a look at it. It's, it's like four pages of fill out this form, fill this out, do this, do this. And send us $195 for your annual report. 
It's a scam. All you have to do is send them 25 bucks. It's a $25 fee. And every year this company, I assume it's a single company, maybe there's several, I don't know, they will send you a letter with a big form telling you to fill it out and send them $195, and they'll file your annual report for you. And I do mine in, when I say less than five minutes, I'm not kidding. I do mine in less, not a small company. So I, I literally check two boxes and uh, put in my credit card number. So please, if you have a business, and by now if you had one more than one year, you know that. Uh, Mac Warner is r- reminding people of this as well. Uh, these solicitations are, are they're scams. They're not crimes, but they're scams. And you, the cost of an annual report filing fee for a business in West Virginia is 25 bucks, And they will tell you to send them 195 And they will do what I just told you to do. They will go online, click two boxes, and send $25 in, and then keep 170 of your money. So I want you to be aware of that. 741, 19 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It looks like um, the rain will stop. It let up. Rob, but Bob, it was a... Pouring down when you came in. That's what I just said to Adam off the air. I said, it was raining pretty hard when I came in, pal. And he said, well, you don't have to worry about it. It's uh, slacking up. Adam, when I came in, it was just a light drizzle. And I guess it, even the light drizzle will eventually go away. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it, honestly, at this point, we've already seen the bulk of our rain move on through. We'll still try to see a stray shower move on through really up until 9 a.m. And actually, we're slowly going to clear throughout the day. So, rainy starts the morning, but sunshine for the afternoon. All right, I like the sound of that. It's uh, in the low 60s right now. We're going to drop a little bit during the day, yes? Yep, right now, across the valley, it's actually a really wide range of temperatures. We're still 61 here in Wheeling. In spots like Zanesville, St. Mary's, they're still in the upper 60s. But they also haven't seen as much rain as we have. Okay. So, temperatures spend most of the morning in the 60s. And then we slowly drop a degree or two each hour. So we'll spend the afternoon itself in the 50s, and then we'll stay in the 50s for the next week or so. Um, what about uh, the weekend? What are we looking for? Uh, we'll see some, not a lot of rain, right? No rain chances once we get past today. We're actually going to head into, I would say, a wall of activity actually for the next couple of weeks. Okay. So honestly, up until Thanksgiving, I don't think we're going to see a lot of activity. We're going to see more so sunshine and warmer temperatures beginning really next week. I mean, but this weekend itself, though, tomorrow will clear throughout the day. We're in the 50s, but Saturday and Sunday, we'll see sunshine in the low 50s. Last night, even the overnight lows were high. Um, do we, are we going to, uh, and we're going to be 50-ish uh, for several days, but what about overnights? Will we will we will be starting to drop, or will the temperature stay warm at night as well? Nope. Normally, the rule of thumb is when you see clear skies at night, you can expect cooler temperatures. Okay. Since we saw clouds quickly roll in tonight, well, we also had a warm mm. front move on through. So, temperatures. Our low last night was only fifty-seven, and then we quickly warmed up. That was at eight p.m. Okay. And then we warmed up back into the sixties at midnight. So the next couple of nights, though, tonight will be in the forties. But Friday night, so Saturday morning through Wednesday morning, we should see temperatures in the 30s. Okay. Then afternoon highs in the 50s. Okay. So, again, I, I, I only comment on that because last night, um, as I was drifting off to sleep, I pulled up Storm Tracker 7 and I looked at the hourlies and it looks like, my God, we're going to be in the even 60s overnight last night. It was a really warm night. So, I didn't know if we we're going to have more of those or not, but we're going to get cooler nights now. Cooler nights, but at least, hey, we're going to see sunshine, no rain. 
<laughs> all right. I like I like the sound of all of that. Uh, sound sound of all that. All right. Sounds very good. And uh, you're saying probably not a lot of activity. Air quotes activity. That means probably not storms or rain too much or even <laughs> snow uh, between now and Thanksgiving, right? Yep. I mean, my November forecast has been pretty spot on so far. We've much of the activity we've seen so far has been this first week, but really up through Thanksgiving, at least that week, I'm only expecting what two, three rain chances. That's chances total. Tell me we've the truth. Four, do, do you we've seen like, four, do, do, do like you and Zach get together and in the quiet of your own weather center, do you say, how'd you do in your forecast last night? I did pretty good. How'd you do, Zach? I mean, do you, do you like compare how things look and do you see who's who, who did the better forecast today, that sort of thing? We don't because we try to not step on each other's toes because okay. I'll admit, I did do that quite a bit when I first started and I kind of was honestly bullying Zach a little bit with the <laughs> forecast. So I've tried to be, I've tried to be careful with not rubbing it in when I'm right, he's wrong, because we're both very accurate. <laughs> so. Yeah, but keep, just keep in mind, he has one extra t- word in his title, chief. <laughs> chief meteorologist, so just just be aware of but that. He's a, I use this. He's busy quite a bit, so he does put a lot of trust on me, so I do thank him for having that trust in me. But we're both very good at what we do, and I do want to – well, that. I will say this, you guys, you've been very accurate here of late, and that's uh, that's always good to have. I um, was talking to Zach the other day. He said he wants to come on, uh, Bobby wants to come on and reminisce a bit. He hasn't been up with us for, geez, uh, Adam, how long have you been there? Well, Aaron was I've in between them. So that's right, Aaron was in there too. That's right. You, you've been there how yeah, long? So I've been here a year. Aaron was on for a year. So it's been like two years since you've really got to talk with that. Yeah, we'll have to get him in here and talk to him. One of these days, I, I Bob and I keep talking about getting all of our old meteorologists that we've done on the show to come in and, and uh, you know, chat with us. Uh, Brian Davis, long before you. Uh, Emily Goodman. Um, Felicia? was Alexa. There you go. Alexa uh, was the weekend, but she was on with us frequently. And then, of course, uh, Zach, Aaron, Adam. So we've gone through a We've got to go through a good many of them. And uh, one of these days we'll have a reunion of the morning show broadcasters. All right. Anyways, uh, Adam, thanks for your call. Thanks for your forecast. Done a good job. I appreciate it. 61, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 61 at the Highlands. 59 in Elm Grove in my uh, weather station in the backyard. And 62 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you then. Thank you. Uh, 13 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam Fike, morning meteorologist from the Big 7. Uh, coming up next hour, memories from around the mound, tokens of a thriving town. Randy Chamberlain, Wheeling, uh, I keep saying Wheeling, Moundsville Councilman, uh, one-time Moundsville Mayor. Uh, this is second go-around on council. I think he was in council in the 90s and then stepped back for a while, but he's back on council again. Um, businessman in downtown, old-time radio guy back in the days of uh, the uh, – Good guys. He was one of the uh, WK good guys. He also was on this station on 1370 back in the old days in Moundsville. And he's written this book of uh, columns, collected columns he wrote for the Echo, the Echo newspaper, Ma- Memories from Around the Mound. And I've gone through the book and looked at some of the things. We're going to pick – I'm going to – I'm not going to – he d- did some really interesting newsy type stuff. He did a long section on the Kennedy assassination, um, the Cold War, and so on. I'm not going to do that. I want to do nostalgia. So Randy and I and Bob 
we'll uh, reminisce a bit about the old days of Moundsville. That's coming up in the next hour of the show. But before that, we're going to check some sports for you. Mr. Slider has that coming up. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Delivering the right care, right place, right time. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promonte Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley, The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's, only on The Watchdog. The morning show team is gathered and ready. Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines. Adam Fike has the detailed forecast. And Bob Slider and Tony Caridi have sports. Plus commentary, rants, and interviews with Howard Monroe. This is the Watchdog Morning Show on the Watchdog, Watchdog Radio, Radio Network. We're gonna boogie back to Texas. Ain't beach gonna mile. Rolling out of New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Willie, West Virginia, all the way. What did I hear him say there? Wheeling, West Virginia. Wheeling, West Virginia. Rolling from New York to Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, PA, through Wheeling, West Virginia. Hey, hey, hey. He didn't say, hey, hey, hey. I said that just to make it rhyme a little bit. So, uh, I'm sorry. This is... um, Asleep at the Wheel. Asleep at the Wheel. Yeah, yeah. Good, good music. I did not realize we did... So, one of our opening songs, one of our Good Day songs, is done by Asleep at the Wheel. The, yeah, on, only on Thursday. Yeah, but we have the Perry country Com- version. I know we have Perry Como. We have um, Peggy Lee, Peggy who Lee. wrote the song, right. and of course, Steubenville, Steubenville's own Dean Martin. Dean Martin. And then we have Sleep at the Wheel. Yes, our I country did not version. realize we had a there Sleep at go, the Wheel. There you go, Howard. Yes, right, very good. It's eight till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Why don't we uh, catch up on sports? For that, it's time for Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Tonight, Thursday night football, the Chicago Bears host the Carolina Panthers. That's an 8-15 kickoff. The Bears are favored by three points. It's another late-night hockey night in Pittsburgh. The Penguins still in Cali-Cali, Howard. They play the Kings tonight in Los Angeles. 
puck drops 10.30 Eastern time. You hear me say Cali Cali, Howard? I would say Cali Cali. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was silly, but <laughs> lots more. I, I was afraid to say that sounds pretty silly because I, I, I didn't know if I was missing something. I was hoping you would, Howard. Okay, right. Let's, uh, lots more sports talk this afternoon from noon to three. You know why, Howard? Uh, well, let's see. The Pine Room Boys aren't on. Nah, yeah, oh, the, it's the Donnie Gilbert radio show. Well, the good old boys on sports are filling in for Donnie uh, this afternoon. High school, college, pro football talk. Our sports, Mount Rushmore, all-time most overrated Pittsburgh athletes. And into the 1230 segment, we will look ahead at the WVU Oklahoma game and some of the big games of the past, talking Bill Stewart, Jeff Hostetler, memories, that type of thing. Well, that sounds like fun. It'll be good, be Howard. Fun. And speaking— hey, who, who did you—were I was it, you doing uh, the worst—you the, were doing a Pittsburgh story last week on Donnie The Trump. most overrated, yes. Overrated. And, and you said, well, how about so-and-so and so-and-so, and you, you went into it, and then I, I heard you say, crickets? Nobody? Nobody? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just misspoke. Last week, we did the most underrated. That's what I thought. This week, underrated. yeah, overrated, yes. Who, who was that? Did you? I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you, you gave his name, and he had a nickname. and I Fa- could tell, Fast Willie Parker, maybe. maybe I could tell everybody was like, mm, eh, maybe okay. not. And speaking of the WVU Oklahoma game, a game you can listen to here on the Watchdog Network, 7 o'clock kickoff, 4 o'clock pregame show, you can hang out. And watch the game with four WVU basketball players at the Alpha Tavern. That's right. The watch party is presented by Karen Byer Distributors. So you can go hang out, enjoy the game. There's giveaways, autograph, pictures. The Pine Room podcast guys will be there. Also, special thanks to the Alpha Tavern, Marshall County Co-op, and Main Street Bank. That's this Saturday, November 11th. It's underway at 6 o'clock. And, Howard, I'm not done yet. You're not done more? You have more? Uh, we thought Football Fridays was over, right? Well, it is. I mean, our our involvement in the regular season, the regular season's over, and our involvement with our teams are over. So, I really, our Football Fridays are over. Not so fast, Howard Monroe. Excuse me? Well, Wheeling Park is traveling to Jefferson County, and that's a pretty long haul. It is. So we got together with Gumby's, we got together with Jill's Gentleman's Club, and we got together with the Pine Room Podcast, I call them the Pine Room Boys, and we all got together and we said, hey, why don't we have this send-off in Elm Grove, at the Gumby's in Elm Grove, we'll have this send-off. For the team. Yes, and guess what happened? Um, we're going to do it. We are, and the team is leaving Wheeling Island at 1230, and they said, you know what, we'll get off the exit. We'll come through Elm Grove, and, you know, that's really good. That's great what you guys are doing. So, so if you want to send off the team, yes, go down to Gumby's around 1230 on Friday. Yes. The Pine Room guys will be They're there. They're going to be there broadcasting. Broadcasting live. You can chat with them and take pictures of them and, I don't know, poke fun of them. There's giveaways. And then when the uh, when the bus comes by, everybody turns and goes, hey, go park. Luck. Good Go luck. park. Yeah. And you, if you think we were done there. Well, that's yeah. the, the, the team has then gone on. So what else could you do? Well, Howard, they're having a charter right down the road at 2.30 at the White Palace. And these are for the folks that are going to go to the game that don't want to drive. So they have a chartered bus. And I don't know if there's going to be a little parade behind them with uh, other folks driving themselves. But guess what? They're going to go right by don't Gumby's, too. Gumby's they're going to go by Gumby's, too. So it's a real send-off. It's a real good luck to Wheeling Park fans out there. And not more. 
a chance to, you know, that's a long drive, Howard. You're taking coolers and stuff. you got to have stuff to drink. Well, you know where you can get it? Gumbies. Absolutely. It all works out, doesn't it? In all seriousness, this sounds like a really fun afternoon. If you're a Park fan, 1230, the team will bus approximately. No, don't get upset if it's a little bit later or whatever. But approximately 1230, the team bus will roll through right by Gumbies on National Road in Elm Grove. Uh, wave, shout, take signs if you want to, and you know, wish them good luck. And then a couple hours later, the charter bus with uh, fans will come by, Gumby's again in Elm Grove. Again, waves, you know, say, hey, you know, cheer on for us. And and then in the in between, spend some time at Gumby's and spend some time with the Pine Room. Load up that cooler. How cool is that, Howard? And, you know, I was thinking this. You know, I might want to whisper this a little bit. You know, but a couple, couple dads going together, you know, leave a little early. Yeah. Stop at Jill's. You know what I'm saying, yeah, Howard? Yeah, yeah, if that yeah, doesn't yeah. put a little bounce in your step there on your you way to Jefferson <laughs> County, it can be a great day. It's going to be a great day. So we are not great done yet. Yeah, One more Football Friday right here on the Watchdog and Network. I thought we were done with that. And you did. Thank you, Gumby's. Thank you, Jill's Gentleman's Club. And thank you to the Pine Room Boys. Yeah, those guys are great. For stepping up to the game. And uh, listen, I said this. I'm going to repeat this now that I think about it. Uh, get your iPhones out. Get, get yourself a picture with the Pine Room Boys. You know, I don't know if they like their picture taken, but well, they I, love it. You know, get, get gather around the Pine Room Boys. Get yourself a picture with the Pine Room guys. And. You know, it'll be kind of fun. This sounds like a great fun afternoon. I think so. It's a, it's a great way to wrap up our football Fridays, plus really, really support Wheeling Park. We hope they go down there and kick some butt in Jefferson County and uh, come home with a victory, Howard. So we have uh, the, uh, the good old boys are filling in for Donnie Gilbert today. From Sports 12 to talk, 3. Noon to 3. Yep. And then tomorrow. The uh, Pine Room Boys will be uh, out at Gumby's for home final football. Well, maybe final football Friday. Yeah, you I, never know. We might have. It might be such a success, Howard. Who we knows? Might... We, you never know. I'm... We're pushing it with the weather, though. Yeah, those guys can get a park. Bundle up, guys. They'll get a park if they, <laughs> if they need one. Uh, all right, and then we have. Um, doesn't basketball start this weekend too? It's close. If it isn't, I think it is. I think I'm not sure. I don't have my schedule in front of me, but. I think we got basketball this weekend, and uh, so I'm, I'm talking about uh, WVU basketball. So, lots coming up here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Um, I'm waiting for my official out cue. Well, I messed that up, Howard. Is, uh, is there more for you to do? <laughs> no, uh, I'm done. Yeah, did so. I interrupt you too much? Nah, well, you know. You want to give me the cue? The cue? I don't have a cue, Howard. Slider on sports time. Oh, oh, okay. Because yes, uh, slider on sports time, seven fifty nine. I was trying to get music. Over. There we go. <laughs> Coming up next hour, a little reminiscing. Going to go around the mound. In fact, that is the title of a column that Randy Chamberlain wrote for a couple of years for the Moundsville Echo. And some fun stuff. He collected some of his columns into a book called Memories from Around the Mound, uh, out just in time for a Christmas gifting. And we'll talk with Randy about this. And we'll reminisce and talk nostalgia. You can text in if you'd like to and even call in if you want to. That's coming up next hour right here on this very same radio station and the Watchdog Morning Show. 98.1 AM 1600 WK.